I think they could hear me anyway. <laughs> I like to tailor the song service to the, to the lesson, so I love it while Mike's preaching this series on Jesus. It's pretty easy to tailor the, tailor the song service. Let's start with number 222. There's something about that name. <clears throat> Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. day that you've given to us. We're thankful for this beautiful time, this beautiful hour that we have, that we can come here and, and we can learn more from your word. We we pray, Father, that that the one that's prepared this evening to speak will be able to open your word and, and share it in a way that's simple for us to understand, that we might be able to apply it to our lives and, and be more pleasing unto you. We ask you, Father, to go with us through this hour to look after each and every one of us, strengthen us, and keep us strong, forgive us of our sins, and help those who are sick. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Before we partake of the Lord's Supper, sing Beneath the Cross of Jesus. <clears throat> Sing the first and last stanza. Be the cross of Jesus, I
Jesus set up his own memorial, time for us to, to remember his body, to remember his sacrifice, to remember the blood that washes away our sins, to remember the hope, the promise that it gives us, the promise that's not going to, that's always going to be there, it's not going to fail. And this is a time we take um, right now to remember that. So please bow with me. Dear Lord, we're thankful for your love and mercy. We're thankful that you uh, sent your son to walk on this earth. We're thankful for the uh, ministry that he had, ministry that touched many lives in many ways, the healing of those who are very sick, the lame, the blind. We can relate to all that. We're blind to your love. Couldn't, we can't walk on our own. Father, we, uh, we're thankful that he lived a life that he never yielded to sin, although he was tempted by everything, but ultimately he would give his own life for our behalf. Father, as we take this bread, which represents his body, we, may we remember the uh, sacrifice that he had, the, uh, the beatings that he had, the stress of going through six trials, so that we don't have to. Father, may I every day look better than yesterday because of your love and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dear Lord, as we take this fruit of the vine, we know it represents your son's blood. The only thing that's pure enough to wash away our sins propitiation it set the, it paid the price for us Father we're thankful for that Father we uh, we do what we can to bring honor to his name but we know the, the thing most that we've done is is believe we've repented we declare his name as Lord we put him on in baptism Father we ask your help each day as we try to lead godly lives Help us to make lives which uh, honor him, honor you, and point the way to ever increase the kingdom until he comes again. Father, we're thankful for the hope that he's given each of us, a hope that goes beyond that last breath, a hope of eternal life with you, where the things of life that have always beaten us down will be no more. Father, we look forward to the day when we live in your love, and that's all there is. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Offering too. When you we have boxes in the back. Uh, most of y'all already know that. Anyways, dear Lord, we ask for your blessings on these funds. We ask for your blessings of wisdom for the elders as we oversee the distribution of these funds and uh, each of the ministries that, that touches those, that they are used the best to, um, to grow your kingdom, to strengthen your kingdom. We use them in a lot of ways. We're thankful that we uh, have the funds to, to pay Mike and Matt to full time work in your, work in your, uh, your kingdom, help the people, whether it's preaching or teaching or just spending time with someone who needs uh, to talk to. Father, we're also thankful for a building that's got air conditioning. Trust me, we're thankful for that. We're thankful for, uh, for things like the Jesus van. 
which is it's uh, helped shape lives of um, several kids that well, they're no longer kids, and we're seeing them as viable adults, and it's good to see that. We're thankful it can be used for youth ministry, for our education classes to learn more about you and your ways. We're thankful that it can be used for benevolence, that it can be used to help people who um, the world's treated them just, just wrong. And Father, we're also thankful that it can help spread your word in places like East Orange. Although it's close, it's a community that's not quite able to support in their own church. In places like the Florida prisons where people would just give up, or Zimbabwe, or Mali, or the orphans in Betacara um, and Madagascar. Father, we're thankful we can help the dark cash, that our money can go to these, just help spread your word to grow your kingdom. We ask for your many blessings, and as always, we ask for your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you'd like to mark the invitation song, it will be 909. Now, before Mike brings our lesson, let's stand and sing number 699. I'll be a friend to Jesus. <clears throat> they tried my
Good evening. It is good to see everybody. When I sat down, there weren't nearly this many people here, but it's good to see everybody. This Wednesday night, we're going to be studying the last part of Esther. Uh, she is some lady. And while we're talking about being strong and courageous, there are some ladies in the Old Testament that were really necessary just to, just to keep things going. But by tonight, we're going to talk about one of the aspects of Jesus that's tough. Would you pray with me, please? Father, we come before you thankful that you love us that you care for us and we thank you for this church and the people who are coming. I ask tonight that the subject is done with the respect it needs to be done with and that we can put things in proper perspective. I ask you to help me get out of the way so that people can get to know you better. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to begin tonight with a, a quote, pretty long quote for me, from uh, William Barker. This is from a book that is entitled, he, the 12 That Were Chosen. It's a book that was very popular in the 90s, uh, I did check on Amazon, you can get some used copies of it, but you can't get any new ones. But it's, it's well worth the reading. He writes this. The name Judas brings a shudder to us. It's a synonym for a traitor. And it seems to define everyone in treachery and deceit. We even name the animal that leads the rest of the livestock to be slaughtered, the Judas goat. Judas was the, is the last name you would give a child. Knowing that, it may come as a shock to learn, however, that the name Judas was at one time very popular. It was a proud name in Jewish history. Judas is the Greek rendering of the name Judah, which is one of the 12 tribes. The uprising for independence in 16164 BC was led by a man named Judas Maccabee. And he was looked up to their he was looked up by the Jewish people to sort of their George Washington that led to their freedom. Judas was the name of heroes. Parents proudly named their son Judas. Jesus' parents even named one of his brothers Judas or Jude. 
The other one of the 12 was named Judas, or Judas, son of James. He usually uses his nickname, Thaddeus. It was the name the parents were proud to give and the name that was an honor to carry. Later on, Barker says this. Judas was probably raised in a good home. He probably had a firm grasp of the Old Testament. He grew up as the Judas from Kareth, Greek, which in Greek is Iscariot. Interesting. But the universe comes off what we talked about last time I was here on Sunday night. Jesus gives that speech. The speech to tell them about who he is and what he is and how they can have eternal life. And the crowds leave. And he turns to the twelve and he says, are you going to? It's Peter who hits the floor, which surprises none of us. And he answered, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus replied, have I not chosen you the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, who though one of the twelve was to later betray. How did he know? Judas has been one of those guys on the top. He's been one of the guys who's done everything that Jesus asked. Whenever he asked him to go out and evangelize, Judas went out and evangelized. Whenever he sat back and he saw miracles, it would, Judas would be amazed by the miracles. He's heard all the teachings, and yet Jesus knows this is the guy. In chapter 12, if you remember chapter 11, he raises Lazarus from the dead. And in chapter 12, there's a period of time between chapter 11 and chapter 12. Six days before the Passover, Jesus arrives in Bethany where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. And, and a dinner was given in, honor, in Jesus' honor, and Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Wouldn't you have liked to have been there just to hear the conversation? As Lazarus goes into what it was like, and, and Jesus can clear up any misnomers, 
But in the middle of the dinner, Mary takes out a pint of pure nard and expensive perfume, and she pours it on Jesus' feet, and she wipes her feet with her hair. And the house is filled with the fragrance. Now, I think if I was sitting at the table, I think this would be time that I would take my breath that somebody could worship somebody like Jesus in this manner. You know, it's the kind of feeling whenever you hear somebody lead their first prayer and they do a good job, and you say, oh, that away. This was a big gesture. In fact, Judas Iscariot makes sure that they know how big of a gesture it is. He asked, why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor but because he was a thief. As a keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. There's an interesting word in the Greek that he pilfered the bag. It's sort of a form of shoplifting. But he was so trusted by Jesus and the twelve that when it came up to it, he says, you keep the money. That would probably mean he was the highest educated. That probably meant that when Jesus chose him, he was counting on this man who knew a lot to be one that could carry the other eleven. But instead of carrying the 11, he's stealing from them. And Jesus replies, it was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Now we could have gone through into chapters 13 and 14 and it would say the same thing Luke chapter 22 says. Then Satan entered Judas. What does that mean? That Satan entered Judas. Does it mean demon possession? Probably not because Jesus is right there. Does it mean that it was a temptation? That's feasibility. Does it mean that he just decided he didn't want to do this anymore? And he leaves. He's one of the twelve. And he runs off to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard. And they try to set up a plan to how they can betray Jesus. That's twice Jesus has said, I know it's going to be 
Judas. And now, he's got the plan. They decided to give him the money, the 30 pieces of silver. And Judas agrees, I'll betray Jesus. While he was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large armed, a large crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man arresting. Going at once to, Ju to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. This is one of those big controversies in religious circles. The word for kiss here is plural. It's used over in Luke 15 when the prodigal son comes home and the father runs out and sees him and kisses him and kisses him and kisses him. This is plural. And yet in our movies and in our, all around us, we have this one little kiss on the cheek. So what was Judas doing? Did he, they did, did, did he want to give a signal that they wouldn't make a mistake? This was the guy? Or is he covering what he's doing? And he thinks Jesus wouldn't know. That he had called him rabbi and that he had kissed him over and over and over after a brief time that he was away. The debate hasn't been settled, so you're free to make your choice. But Jesus just says, friend, do what you came to do. And they arrest him. And take him off. I've got two points, and then I'm going to be done, but they are big points. Point one, association with the godly is not a guarantee of godliness within you. I've done this a, a long time. And in every church that I've ever been in, there's at least one or two that have been in that church since it began. And they've got secrets. They'll come and they'll look and they, they look holy and righteous and uplift. They go in and a lot of times they call you brothers and sisters and they glad hand everybody. Sometimes they've got big Bibles. I, I don't know how they carry them around the church building. They were big Bibles, but they're there and they're impressive. They'll have answers to Bible questions that I thought nobody would be able to answer. 
that's life one. Life two is they leave their Christianity at the door. And you can't tell any difference about the lifestyle they have than you do somebody who has never known who Jesus is. They choose the same goals. They try to get the same thrills. They try to grab all the gusto that they can grab, and then next Sunday they'll be back. And that'll continue until he has a hiccup in the plan, and somebody finds out. Man, is it hard to find where it all went wrong. You see, associating, being in the same building or in the same crowd or the, or the same place, that's great. But we need to be deeper than that if we're going to have a Christianity about us. We need to be involved with each other. We need to let our love go from person to person and, and let them know that they are valuable to us because just being in the same building or just saying hi is not enough to really cause your faith to develop. The design of Christianity is we have got people who are further down the road who can show us a lot. And there are people that you are further down the road from that you can teach a lot. But you've got to be willing to make that step. Second. Wickedness in secret is as bad as wickedness in public. Now, this is in there for a very special reason. Those people, whenever they're found out, they come to me and they say, I've been to church every Sunday. Yeah? Well, I, I'm regular. Yeah? That doesn't cancel out what you're doing. Just coming to church doesn't mean that you're a good person any more than sitting in a chicken house makes you a chicken. Your faith has got to be something that is important to you. And just because nobody else knows what you're doing, it doesn't mean you're growing closer to God. It doesn't mean that you're appreciating the sacrifice of Jesus. It doesn't mean As long as nobody knows and you can get away with it, you'll just go that way. Judas tried that. Nobody would know, but Jesus did. Nobody would think about him, the, 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 the educated one, the guy that took care of the money box. Nobody would think he would take from it, but he did. Jesus knew. Tonight, if there are people here who look at their faith and it's, it's weak, we can help you. If you've never repented of your sins and been baptized, 
we can do that. If you just need somebody to talk to, we have two elders here, I think, and, and one preacher, and we will be glad to sit down and talk with you. If there's a way that we can help you get your life right with Christ, won't you come right together we stand and why we sing. Thank you, Mike. Enjoy the words from the scriptures. We look at the life of Judas and he played a part in our salvation. We have to remember something. We have to remember that that world is out to cause us to fall. Fall back to the temptation, the anger, the hate, turning on one another, and Jesus is the answer because once we focus on him, our, our mind is become spiritual because we're not going to be worldly and tit for tat or what you did to me, I'm going to get you back. That's how the world thinks. We're different. We're we going to show them love. We're going to cause them to say, who, who do you believe in? And that's, that's the key. That's the key. All right. Several announcements have some uh, sad news. 
very sad to me when I heard it this morning. Mary Parkinson, uh, she has uh, an, an operable brain tumor. Uh, it doesn't look good as far as the medical community is concerned, but we're going to keep praying. We're going to pray for Mary. We're going to pray for Weldon, their whole family. And you know what? God's will hadn't been done yet, but one thing, we're not going to give up because Jesus didn't give up on us. So keep praying for Mary. Also, uh, Lex and Edith Pierce, thank you for all the cards, cards, calls, and prayers for their son, Lex Jr. As you know, Lex Jr. passed away, and the memorial service is going to be this coming Saturday at 11 a.m. After the service, they're going to have a fellowship meal. If you want to uh, fix some food, prepare some food, and uh, bring it to the church, give Betty Larner a call. Let her know what you're going to bring. There was notes. Uh, um, it was announced this morning from Glenda and Tommy Massey uh, saying that they missed us. We missed them too. Uh, we were just over their house Friday, I think, and they was, they was getting ready to go to the doctors and we talked to Tommy for uh, a little bit and uh, they seem to be doing well. But I'm here to let you know something. When you get sick, and when you get up in age, you're going to be visiting the doctor some, okay? That's, that's just it. You're not going to get out of that. Well, if this is good news. There has been a, a mere Anderson sighting this morning. Uh, he stood up, and, uh, and my brother, God bless him, he told him, no, you don't have to stand up. You can sit back down. We know what you look like. I guess that's what he was saying. But he's, he's going to be closer. He's going to be stationed in Jacksonville, uh, Naval, uh, Naval uh, facility in Jacksonville. Now, I have to be honest with you. Uh, I, got a, I got a, no, it wasn't a, it was a text about Justin Lawrence, uh, the fire at his house. Uh, Stephanie and Justin Lawrence, they got three kids, I understand, and some dogs. They had a fire at their house, and I tell you what, God was with them because what I understand, Stephanie came back home to get some water, and that's when she seen the smoke, and I found out uh, a little while ago it was in the baby's room that they, the fire was in, so she was able to usher her family to safety. So. Let's, let's just pray for that family. And if you want to donate anything to help the family out, please contact Matt Robinson. They're very, him and uh, Justin are very close. Now my brother, Mike Wall, put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, I, read the, I read the email. But uh, he's, he's just going to check me out in my vision. He, 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 
He put it in very small font, so I'll, I'll be challenged a little bit. So this came from uh, Champion McQueenie. Uh, they had good news. He said, we appreciate very much the support you are giving to the preachers here. Today, God blessed us in that three have been baptized. And he mentioned their names, and uh, I'm not going to go into that. He said, we are rejoicing over their salvation. And he attached a picture uh, of them, and we're, we're going to put the picture up. But praise God. Praise God, in Zimbabwe, three was baptized, and that country is under lockdown. You cannot go to worship service unless you've been vaccinated. So we're, we're just thankful for the commitment that those, those folks have made to Jesus Christ. We gotta stay strong. We gotta, we, you know, a lot of things, you don't say, you don't say I'm a Christian, I love Jesus, but people can see it. And they know that you're living a different type of life, the life that God created us to live. So just hang in there and stand strong with the Lord. Looking forward to hearing you pronounce the names. That's. Before we're led in a closing prayer, let's stand and sing 738. Take the name of Jesus with you. We'll sing the first and last stanza. <clears throat> Take the name of Jesus with you. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for all the many rich gifts in our life because we know all good things come from Thee. We ask that you be with those that were mentioned earlier that have losses in their family and illnesses. 
Please give them back the much-needed health. They're sick. If it be thy will, be with those that have lost loved ones and comfort them, guide them, and guard them. We ask that you go with us as we go our separate ways. Keep us safe and healthy so that we can return again to the next point of time. We ask that you guard, guide, and protect us as well. Keep us healthy. Keep us safe. Help us to stand up against those things out in the world that try to knock us down. All this we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen.